Fantastic. Fantastic. To be honest, I'm embarrassed by the irony of being asked as a male and part of the leadership to speak when the whole story is about how God appeared on the earth and he seemed to bypass leadership and men and powers, <laughs> didn't he? So I'm embarrassed, actually. So a huge thank you, honestly, to Hillary and the children and everyone else who's had involvement. A lot of politics in there, isn't there, as well? <laughs> I'm just going to speak for a very few minutes on this power of God and uh, trying to pick up some of these themes. And if you, I struggle with the Christmas story, some of you know that, because it's so kind of um, made bubbly and fluffy. And uh, actually, it's a huge, huge event when God tore heaven open and came to earth. And who would have believed he did it the way he did? If you look at Matthew, the story there is all about the Magi, these wise men, these people who gazed at stars. They weren't Jews. And they traveled hundreds and hundreds of miles over days, possibly weeks, to find this event. And then in Mark, it skips straight to the baptism of John, when it says, heaven was torn open and the Holy Spirit appeared like a dove. And the voice said, this is my son I love. And then John talks about the word, this, this voice that created the universe coming and dwelling in human flesh. But most of the writing in the New Testament about the Christmas story is by Luke. He was an outsider. He wasn't a Jew. He was a Gentile. And if you read his book, you'll see he explains that a lot. So he doesn't talk a lot about Old Testament laws, and when he does, he puts explanations in. He talks a lot about outsiders. He's the one who writes the most about wealth and riches and their abuse and power. And he also talks the most about prayer, which is interesting. So I'm going to tell the story and pick up these characters that Luke uses. So first of all, it opens with, in the time of Herod, king of Judea, big powerful man, there was a priest, hurrah, a man, works for God. He'll know what's going on. And the angel appears to the priest, and the priest doesn't believe it. So God says, you can't say any more. Who's next? A woman, a barren woman, an old woman, who is despised by society because she hasn't got children, which was big in that society. And what happens? God comes to her, and she believes amazing and she says the Lord has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among my people hallelujah next Mary where are the men I'm asking <laughs> where are the people who should know what God is like I'm asking when God appears to Mary a teenage woman and says, you're going to be pregnant without a man being involved. Now go and tell your fiancé. <laughs> That's a tough one. And as far as we know, the fiancé didn't find out until an angel, or didn't understand until an angel appeared to him in a dream and said, it's okay, it's okay. I know you think she's crazy, but actually it's true. 
And how did Mary live with the stigma of that for the rest of her life? The gossip <laughs> that she had this baby out of wedlock. She believes. And when she sings her song, she says this, God has scattered the proud. He's brought down rulers from their thrones and lifted up the humble. He's fed the hungry and sent away the rich. Who's the next character? Caesar Augustus. He was the son of Julius Caesar. And he said that Julius Caesar, his father, was divine. So in other words, I'm like the son of God. And he was called the saviour of the world. Did the angels appear to Julius Caesar or Caesar Augustus? No. Who was next? The shepherds. Poorly paid, farm workers. They were not respected. They had no voice. They were never allowed to witness in a court case because they weren't believable. So if they got mugged, tough. If something was stolen from them, tough. Huge choirs of angels appeared to shepherds. Isn't God amazing? So where does that leave us? For us, in leadership, for me, that's been a Christian for a few years, I find it frightening that I can be the one who misses the very things that God is doing. If you feel on the outside, you don't understand, life's just tough, then God's for you. <laughs> Heaven is opened for you. Gaze on that helpless object of endless adoration. Those infant hands will burst our bands and work out our salvation. Strangle the crooked serpent, destroy his works forever, and open set the heavenly gate to every true believer. They're Wesley's words. So for us, how do we deal with other people? Thank you for the message.